0: Good morning. I want to begin this morning by asking you, do you believe in miracles? And if so, how do you believe that miracles work? Are they examples of God working outside of our natural laws, of God speeding up our natural laws? Are miracles just something that happened back in biblical times? Do they happen still today? We could talk for a really long time about answers to those questions, but regardless of what you believe about the details of miracles, in that miraculous account read for us in our Gospel of John this morning, there are certainly principles that seem to offer us instruction this morning, regardless of how we would answer those questions. I want you to consider this morning that we never seem to find Jesus performing miracles in the Bible just for the sake of simply putting on a show of power. He is so reluctant to say, hey, look what I can do. Rather, there are two things that seem to happen regularly with the accounts of Jesus' miracles. Someone comes to him with the need and the confidence that he can do something to respond to that need. We see this in Jesus' mother Mary in this morning's reading as we imagine her turning to Jesus and hitting him on the shoulder saying, Hey, do something, the guests will be parched and the bridegroom is going to be embarrassed. We see this in the story of the centurion as well, who came to Jesus asking Jesus for his servant to be healed, confident that he could accomplish this, even from a distance. We also see this confidence in the woman with the issue of blood, knowing if she could just get close enough to him in the crowd to touch the hem of his robe, surely he would be able to heal her. And then there's always something else that is part of the necessary elements to this miraculous equation. Think about what happens in the feeding of the 5,000. The disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they can go into the villages and buy food for themselves. And we find that Jesus responds, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. You see, the transformative miracles that Jesus accomplishes in people's lives are not a performance to be watched from afar. This is not a spectator's affair. If you want to experience a miracle, you have to be a participant in it. We see that crucial participation element brought out in a powerful way in today's scripture account. Jesus' mother shows a great deal of confidence and forthright action, not only to demand Jesus get up and act, but to push through his initial reluctance by looking at the people around and simply saying, do what he tells you. She has faith that if they do, something will happen. She seems to intuitively know that Jesus is not the only actor in these miracles. There is always something that needs to be done on the part of those making the request. Think about it. Mary's participation in this miracle is in asking both of Jesus and of those around her, in essence, why not now? Why not now? There is no need to delay. We have a need here. Jesus has the power and we all need to participate in it. And her asking Jesus, in essence, why not now, actually is the catalyst to drive the miracle. But not only in, is her action necessary, the actions of those in the servant role are a critical piece as well. And if they, didn't, if they hadn't done what he said, they would have missed the miracle. Now, it's possible that Jesus would have found a different way to bring forth that wine for the enjoyment of the guests. But it's also possible that Jesus would have settled on his first inclination, saying, my time is not yet come, and then moved on. Notice the simplicity of this account. How easily, how quietly even, with such dignity, this was done. He says, simply fill the jars with water. And they filled them to the brim with gallons of plain, pure water. Then Jesus said, now draw some out and take it to the steward of the feast. There was no prayer, no word of command, no pleading with a contorted face, no binding of Satan, nothing. He did not even touch the water. He did not even taste it afterward to confirm if it had happened He simply said, take it to the chief steward. Because it is so seemingly simple, what it seems to convey to us is the normal outcome of this combination of ordinary human activity and divine activity. We can fill water jars. Only God can turn water into wine. We do the ordinary, the commonplace, the normal activity, but God touches our ordinary actions and transforms them into something extraordinary and brings it to life and gives it flavor. In this way, it affects us today as well. Bring God into your situation, and all the commonplace activities are touched with a new power that makes them fragrant, flavorful, delightful, giving joy and gladness to the heart. God is able to take the commonplace, ordinary events of any life and touch them to make them full of flavor, strength, and beauty, to turn them into wine. He will do this with any of us, as we faithfully walk with him, follow him, and believe in him. That is why John seems to highlight for us at the end of this passage and the disciples believed in him. And now, more than 2,000 years later, there are still so many needs out there being expressed. And there are so many Marys out there saying to us, Why not now? And Mary is still saying to us, Do what he tells you. Do what he tells you. Why not now? We are still needed to be the servants in the miracle scene. We are being called to be a part of so many everyday miracles. Jesus instructing his disciples on the hill They need not go away. You give them something to eat. Or God instructing Moses, you strike the rock with the staff. You sign up to volunteer at the food pantry. You welcome with open arms the next miracle-filled chapter in the life of this church. The list goes on. Why not now? Please pray with me. Gracious God, nudge us in a renewed way. Remind us of the Marys calling us to do what he says calling us to participate in a miracle, waiting for our participation, waiting for our catalyst to help it to be brought forth. Remind us, O God. Remind us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.